0: Hello. Let me make sure y'all hear me. Oh know. Yeah. Well. Welcome back. Uh not starting off on a good note let me turn this down a bit but yeah not starting off on a good note unfortunately um yeah just a lot of crazy stuff happened first of all let me just start off by saying for those that don't know um my biggest condolences to um PMB Rot, uh, he was uh, shot and killed at uh, the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in uh, L.A. I don't know if this is his family. Um, I don't know what to say on this. Like, I'm not gonna be super, super sad about. It. Like, you know, this celebrity I didn't really know him, which is a fair assessment, which is true, but. I still believe that it is something that is odd that goes on, especially in our culture. (laughs) Like, this other form, this, like, advanced form of genocide that is continuously happening. And I noticed that it's particularly always, like, Happening or occurring, especially like murders, like you know, violent deaths, not like you know, overdoses and accidental car wrecks and you know, stuff like that. Killings occurring, and it's always in our community. I always notice that, and especially as far as music, it's always. Uh, in hip hop, because I never, I, unless y'all can prove me wrong, I've never seen nobody from R and B, especially in the in in a mass form form, in a greater number, getting ran up on. I'll never see R and B singers really beef. Never, uh, never heard of an R and B diss track never heard of nothing of that never been and and plus R&B doesn't really well I don't even know because the rappers want to be R&B singers but as far as I know I've never seen it I've never seen it and this story like with P. so what I uh, recollected in my research apparently he was out with his one of his baby mom's um I mean, at a Roscoe chicken and waffles. Uh I think one of his last posts was him pretty much flexing, you know, saying, you know, fuck you I think this this that and the third. And I guess look when I looked at Old Girls page, she posted a location of where they were at on IG, which is in immediate Red flag. (laughs) Like immediate. Like anybody you don't even have to be from the social because everybody wants to talk about oh, you know, people from this area of the country is all about this. Listen, there's always good places in the world and there's always fucked up places in the world. Like it's never gonna change. You know. There's always gonna be a pleasant parts of certain cities it's almost going to be negative parts of certain cities. The problem is the positive cities are always people of a certain complexion. While the negative side is always people that's around like us. Like, I'm pretty sure Chicago has great places, but the negative is always getting, you know, much publicity because it's mostly black people repping it. You don't saw any bad places in Hollywood. Why is that? I don't want to get sidetracked so basically she sent the location on IG for the whole world to see and assuming if someone who was after him used that to find out where he was boom boom boom, maybe it could have been some other stuff maybe it could have been uh some sacrifice or something I don't know what it could have been but I know one thing's for sure she was out of pocket, regardless if it was, you know, staged or not. She should have had sense to not put the location for the whole world to see exactly where they're at. And I will not want to get too long winded about this because this is just, I just wanted to get on here and just talk about this issue. I got to talk about something, another topic uh, later on in the week. But I thought this an issue that just needed to be set. i asked ask... You know, don't ask my question. Who really wants to be a rapper anymore? And do you really want to be a rapper? Is it really worth it? I mean... The past 5... 10... 15 years... Has proven... Otherwise... That, it, that it's not a good thing to be. I mean... I've never seen some i think uh let me pull up the let me, i know i've seen something about uh deaths in in rap music i know they said i don't know if it's 50 percent that's on crawling on me i don't know if it's 50 percent or 51 percent let me make sure I, my math's right but i know half the time a rapper is going to be killed. Hold on. Let us see. There we go. Okay. So it says, list of murdered hip-hop musicians. It says, the following is a list of notable rappers and hip-hop musicians who have been murdered. They say, two studies in the mid-2010s concluded that murder was the cause of 51.5%. My, that's more than half Of hip hop musician deaths The average age Is between 25 to 30 <laughs> Let me just go back 51.5% That's that's more than half So every time a rapper dies More than half the time they're killed It's not based on no other stuff you know, Like I said car accidents all that. Half the time When I when a rapper a hip-hop artist dies they're killed i'll continue reading this hip-hop has a higher rate of homicide than any other genre of music ranging from five to get this 32 times higher (sighs) that's crazy to look at some reasons cited for the high homicide rate include Poor background of many artists, criminal gang activity, drug use, and poor pastoral care among artists and record labels. In 2020, Double XL wrote that of 77 rappers' deaths, they examined more than 40 remain unsolved, including, you know, everybody knows Tupac, Biggie, and Big L, which I think both were assassination attempts slash sacrifices to some capacity. But I don't want to get too deep. This is scary. But at the same time, it also makes me think about something. Do we do this to ourselves? I know it sounds like a far-fetched question to ask, but really think about it. Do we do this to ourselves? It's not a coincidence that, you know, guys like Pac and Biggie, who have manifested death on numerous occasions... Constantly, constantly, constantly. Tupac had plenty of songs where he talked about dying and you know, all these things. Had For those that know, they know. Look through his whole discography. Look at all the songs he talked about death. Biggie literally, his first of all, his first album was called Ready to Die and it was in black, right, and red. Look up those colors and they'll show you what it means. Then his when adult album First, he was going to release it on Halloween of all days. Then I think something happened when he got in an accident. And, you know, then he got killed. Then three weeks later, it's life after death. And then Biggie is standing next to a car where they, you know, where they put the hearse in. Wait, I just mixed that up. Standing next to a hearse. I don't know why I said a car. I'm getting sidetracked. Standing next to a hearse. Like, nobody thinks that's strange at all. But, like I said, those guys are prime examples. And I don't want to take nothing against them because, you know, they're both very young guys. Like, you know, I'm 25, so the what they were going through is almost, people got to forget. people. People don't understand, like, these dudes were, in some ways, either not fully developed or just now becoming fully developed. And then... Uh, a few years before their deaths they were just, you know, doing what most people in their early 20s would do just, you know, most of the time just having fun, goofing off, doing great weird, just wild shit and then just trying to figure it out. Especially coming from both of them single parent households. So, it's definitely uh, took a toll on them. You know, they didn't really have no real guidance, to be honest. But it really shows how you know, where do we take the accountability? It's like, yes, it's, 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 it's a sad thing that it happens. Don't get me wrong. It's terrible that this continuously happens, you know, every time. And this, I I think it's like, like every year or something, It's was like a, a new rap, rapper just come ends up dead. I don't know what it is, but you know, you know, when you speak things, It manifests, whether good or bad. If you speak good thoughts, if you have good thoughts, and you speak into existence, you get that same way. Like how many? That's why I'm. I'm try. I don't. I try to stay away from like the mainstream. Like me personally, I try to stay away from a lot of the mainstream rappers because, like when I was a kid, don't get me wrong, they had like the negative stuff, but they had you know rappers that actually was able to say some stuff, but they still had radio play. Like, they had, like, stuff where they, you know, drop some, you know, they drop some gems, but they it was still on them to get some play at like, the radio or, like, play at a club, blah, blah, blah. Now, it's, like, these people have, like, no, no soul in their music, in their shows. I think there's a theory, and I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking around, let me think, the mid-2010s. I started to notice uh, a lot of people started shifting into like darker, moodier, you know, melancholy type of music, which was I didn't mind because I listened to that because, you know, it was I was at that age where I kind of needed that. You know, I'm I'm in high school, you know, I'm going through a lot of shit, so it's that type of music, maybe. It's kind of like, you know, me listening to some metal music. Then maybe they have, like, some stuff that they might not have uh, listening to hip-hop. So they they, they get it out. Me listening to that, like, helped me get that out. But I think when hip-hop shifted into going into darker territories, I think it led to it even work. Because then, you know, drill thing popped off, and then everybody started claiming gang and repping and gang and like promoting a lot of violence a lot of violence in their music a lot of it and i think and not to say that pmb rock I ever promoted not that not like i said i never really listened to him so i can't really just say like oh he's this type of rapper so i want to know i never listen. i knew he was like those melodic type guys which was okay i was like okay he doesn't do what everyone else. Do. I mean, Andy's from Philly, so he could he could have easily tapped in and be like a meat meal. But he wanted to talk about what he wanted to talk about. He wanted to tap in to stuff that he related to, which I think is a problem with a lot of people who listen to. It. Even like some older people now, and that brings to my next question. You know, you see a lot of these older individuals trying to uh well pretend to drop jewels to the younger generation thinking that they know everything when some of them are probably at the same mindset that they are. As far as the showboating, as far as the flexing, as far as the constant, you know. First of all, if you're like in your, if you're pushing 40, still talking about you in in the streets, like you're corny for that. You are so corny. And that's sad that us in our community, we do that. Like we constantly have to prove that We we, we have some ties to something that has no meaning to it. It's like it's it's embarrassing, you know. And these are people's dads. These are people's fathers. That's it, and they're hanging out with like dude most of the time. Probably hanging out with people younger than them. Day not to say there's nothing wrong going clubbing. Nothing wrong having a good time, but every week, every week you gotta go. Every week you gotta get turned up you got to get drunk you got to do all this like at your age like this comes a point in time where you know you have to slow down and think about you know what example you want to set a lot of these older dudes they didn't really have nobody to look up to so they just think oh i ain't gotta answer nobody now this makes me think now were they doing it in the past All these antics, the showboating, I'm pretty sure they were. You know, you can go from the Frank Lucas, you know, the Nikki Barnes of the world. You could do all that. We can keep going with all that. But, you know, if we keep going back and forth but no solution is always like kind of meaningless with the conversation. Just just empty words with no action. And I think I see that a lot in our community as well. Like, like, what the celebratory acts going on in the past? Plenty. I mean, hip-hop, I think when most of... Yeah, because there was a time where, uh, especially when they around the era when they started showing all the jewel. I think when around the time when hip-hop started showboating their wealth that they said that they had, but they really didn't, I think that's when hip-hop lost its... So much true essence, and it didn't start from our generation before. It started for the same people that want to claim they had the best air. They were promoting negativity too, like I like I said in previous videos. I mentioned NWA and Tupac promoting negative stereotype on black men to music. They claim it as being you know telling it like it is, but you could tell like I mean, if that's telling it like it is, why isn't De La Soul in a tribe called Quest? You know in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Actually now that I think about it, yeah, Dale Son and the Tribe Called Quest are not in the Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not that it matters, but it's just proving a point. Those guys promoted positivity in their music. NWA and Tupac, not to disrespect them, very negative. Very, very, very dark. Very, very de- somewhat kind of depressing in a way. Very violent. And like music, you know, it's like a frequency you know you put this type of energy in the air it can get people to feel all types of ways you know so i think that's definitely true that could be the root cause of it as well people don't really think about that like music hat like music can can really spark something you know when you hear a song you feel good then when you feel a song you feel really sad or you hear a song you makes you think about something makes you motivated then you have those songs that make you feel that's real that's Music is give, is giving off energy, and then you feed into it, and then it gives you right back, whatever it's feeling. And then people wonder why, especially with this whole shift. I may talk about it in another uh, episode. This whole shift of, like, these gender wars, like men being real feminine and women acting more manly. Like, if people can't see that, that's another thing, too. People can get so... Um, so we're hypnotized by what they listened to. They're not even like paying attention. Like, like Gorilla. I, I heard, the first time I heard Glorilla and, and that, you know, what, what's that song? that like? Fuck Nigga Free song? Whatever that song was. I thought that was a dude. I'm not even kidding. And then same thing. Saucy Santana. I thought that was a girl. So a lot of that, the music can also be, you know, possessive. Like a lot of the music can make people like like, like when everybody likes drinking Hennessy and Casamigos and it's just like that. Music, you're getting drunk off what you listen to. Everything needs to be in moderation. if you take all that in every day, you start to become succumb to it. ODB said it best. Radio has a thing where they play certain songs on the radio. And it's like a mind control thing where if you play the same song over and over again, the person listening to it starts to become cloned and programmed to it to where they become whatever that they're listening to. And lo and behold, men wearing skirts and purses, women going to strip clubs, smoking weed, sounding like men, and in some cases behaving like men. Then those women listen to to the women that they're listening to on the radio, and then they become, you know, they become encased into that, same mindset as well and it's been happening for the i say for the going on a few few years by now yeah i say like the past like few years it's been it's been happening and no one seems to notice what's going on but back not but back to you know uh the pmb incident i think what she did was very uncomfortable and from what i can tell she seemed like the typical, you know, everybody want to be a, a OnlyFans model. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. All that. She seemed like one of those chicks. I don't know what her business is. I don't know what she does, but I don't know. I won't get to that. But it makes me think about how how you conduct yourself as well. Just like with the music, and like everybody becoming so. In case then everybody wanna be street tough everybody wanna be this and that like and and then they wanna broadcast it to the world like why is, why does the why do people mix the internet with the streets and think that it plays in it doesn't and you're only incriminating yourself when you do that, like I hate when just i see you know they have people on i g always posting guns on ig on ig they post guns they talk about what they're gonna do to this person they show drugs they show certain stacks of money which doesn't look legal but really what type of money is legal but i will not get to that doing all this stuff showcasing all that not knowing that people are watching their every move nobody sees that and then you they just become these fake tough guys Not knowing what they're doing, they just see what they seen on TV or hear what they hear on the radio. Listen to their favorite artists. They weren't even like that. There's probably a good kid in school. Probably went to private school. Then, (laughs) like I think I saw uh, some where we're talking about like um, athletes in high school when they ain't make it uh, to the NFL or NBA to become street dudes. That's exactly how they acting right now. Like you not street, you just. You just didn't have, find a better outlet besides football. You just, didn't, you just didn't have another extracurricular activity. That's all it is. That's all it is. But being a street dude doesn't, like, get you nowhere. It only makes you... Uh, it only puts you in a bad situation for you not being able to work nowhere. Jobs not even going to hire you because they see you on social media all the time. Getting in some stuff you have nobody's getting into that's all that does then when you get into a real situation with actual dudes that actually is about what they say they're about then they're going to have to ask you to check in now what does checking in mean I know I said I wasn't going to take too long I hope I'm not but uh, but what does checking in mean when people say you got to check in Now, according to what they say, they say, you know, arrive and register at a airport or they say that. But for us, to communicate with someone at a certain interval in time, so as to provide or ask about an update in status or otherwise simply talk. I got that. But yeah. Basically, when you arrive somewhere, especially in an area or place, city, state, that you don't know nobody there. You don't know, you don't have no contacts to nobody. You don't have a family, you don't have friends out there. So, like, you check in somewhere, you got to know how to move. A lot of people don't know how to move. They just think watch too many movies and listen to some of their favorite rappers thinking how they act. That's how they're supposed to act in real life? No, they're playing a character. They're doing that to feed their family. You got to learn how to survive in this jungle by yourself. By yourself. But a lot of people, they can't do that. They're incapable of that. So they go off mirroring when they see uh, movies and TV thinking it's real life, but it's not. Can't just go into a random place without, you know, tapping in to see like, okay, who I got to make sure who can help me out because dudes is hungry. Like, they don't care. Like, if you new in town, like, they don't care what you got uh, going on for you. So they don't care. Whatever you got, like, they're they're ready to come for it. Like, I think um, there's like two things, two incidents, I think. Yeah, there was one time where I saw someone take off one of their rings because someone wanted to see it and they got jacked for it. And someone uh took out the hat, wanted to see the hat. And they ran off with it. Never do that. somebody asks like oh uh oh what of, what kind of glasses are those? that cool. oh let me, what size shoes you wear you know, stuff like that. Anytime someone says like that, oh let me see your hat. Oh uh, Oh, that's a nice watch. Uh, let me see it. They're going to rob you. That's that's just like my game for y'all listening. If anybody says those things, oh, let me see your glasses. Oh, what size shoe you wear? Oh, that's a nice watch. Oh, I like the ring. Let me see it. With that, let me see it. You got eyes. You can see it. Anybody that says that, they're going to rob you. And you do not want to be on that end of that. They're going to rob you. And you need to be careful on what you put on you. Make sure you don't wear all your jewelry <laughs> when you're in a new place, new surrounding, because they don't know you. They're not your friends. It reminded me of, um, y'all seen Atlanta when Paperboy was, um, he didn't, he was like arguing with uh some chick about, like, I don't want to be a part of his, like, celebrity life. And he was like, you know, talking about keeping it real, blah, blah, blah. So he left and he just walked. He was just walking. He, I don't know where he was walking. He was just, walking just straight then three dudes came and then they saw him like oh paperboy blah, blah 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 and they was all happy to see him all that so say fans right so they're like oh you don't have your car where's blah, and like like i can't walk he's like oh you keeping it real blah, blah blah and they was looking around and then one dude was like well shit and then paperboy looked around and then he saw him surround him and then he realized it was too late when the dude threw some ice at him. Then the other dude on the side of him and punched him and pretty much robbed him and could have killed him. So you gotta be safe. And I was in his own city. Might have in in the show. That was in his own city. So imagine going to some somewhere else. Is it really safe to be a rapper now? I think that everybody needs to be safe period, in any profession. But this constant genocide, especially in hip-hop and our community, needs to come to an end. We can't keep having these type of conversations where, you know, we can't keep having, like, another p and rock story, another Pop Smoke story, another XXX story. We can't keep having these type of instances no more. But at the same time, we have to change ourselves too. We have to understand whatever we say and how we act is gonna come back whether positively and negatively. And unfortunately for a lot of these guys, let me make sure the numbers right. Fifty one and a half percent of the time, it usually ends up on the wrong side of the earth, I'll say but gotta stay protected man but uh i thank y'all for tuning in like i said like i always do if you're uh new please follow me on all platforms anchor spotify uh facebook ig twitter tiktok all that if you're not no continue to share like i'm getting out there like y'all gotta help me we gotta grow as one we gotta help each other out we gotta stop all this hanging on each other all this jealousy and envy, we're never gonna grow. This crowds of barrel mentality has to die. We're never gonna get nowhere if we continue to act this way. I promise you. It's all about strength and numbers. And I don't even think it has to be a lot of people, it's just strength and number. You can I'd rather have, you know, three good people, three strong minded people, than a hundred weak minded people. That can make a difference. When I say straight for numbers, that's what I mean. It's all about where your mindset is at. So we gotta we gotta come as one. But I don't want to be long winded. Thank y'all for tuning in, and I will see y'all in the next video. Peace.